bro, like a hundred million on Mudrick, unproven. Like, fair enough, the potential's there, but a hundred million, and then the whole thing of it, like twenty million of it got donated to Ukraine. Like, what, are we the British Red Cross? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I hearing that? Right, welcome back to another long-awaited episode of the BTV podcast. Before we even get on with the introduction, we just like to say a quick sorry that we haven't recorded for a while. Life got busy again. You know, Kevin started his medicine degree recently. Thank God for that. His new job. I've been busy at my new job. Just we're both, you know, all of us busy getting our lives on track. But back to the business now. The boys are back. We've got another episode today. We've got a lot to talk about. We've got, you know, the running to talk about of Arsenal and City. We've got Chelsea to talk about. We've got Man United as well to talk about. And just a lot to catch up on, you know. Just let's just get straight into it. Arsenal versus City. This is the talk of the league right now. It's been a long, long, long time since Arsenal touched that trophy. I think Karras must have been about three years old the last time they won it. He probably doesn't even remember. You move in it. Like, how do you feel as an Arsenal fan right now, Karras, to be at this point? Before we even get into like analyzing all the remaining games and all that, just as a gooner, what is this feeling like? Like, obviously, I know as a Chelsea fan what it's like to lift the title in it. Like, I've seen it enough times now. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Obviously, this is this is going to be your first time that you can remember. By the way, quick, uh, quick disclaimer as well. If you hear Kevin cheering, he's also watching the United game in the background. <laughs> so, at the t- at the time of recording. So yeah. Um but in terms of the title race, I'm feeling comfortable to be honest. Like I feel like a lot of people, whether it's on Twitter or people that I know, they're kind of getting shook because it's you know, it's Man City that is chasing us, this and that. The form we've been has been mental this season. Like to get a win against us is difficult now. Like our last eight games, I saw something we got. Seven wins and one draw. The one draw being at the place that you don't want to go to, which is Anfield. So that just tells you how well we're playing right now. Before you continue, sorry to cut you off, bro. Um, just for a little bit of context, in the last five seasons, that's since the 18-19 season, nobody has won more points in the run-ins than Man City. Yeah, and I think, if anything, that just speaks about what Mikel Arteta has done for Arsenal. For us, on paper, a lot of people didn't rate this team to be one that is up there Man City and forget up there Man City because for me that's, that's uh, disrespect to what we've been doing. We've been top of the table for most of the season and that's how good we've been. So the City have just unlocked that little, you know when they get to the run and they start trying to unlock that form where they don't <laughs> lose nothing. But I think the good thing that will play into our hands is that they've got a lot more games than us. Like they've got 15 more games according to this graphic I've got in front of me. And we've got eight more games, and that's because they've got Champions League and FA Cup to think about. Kevin's got to be scared of them in the treble. You never know, man. <laughs> so, Kevin, if they do the treble, your hey, your Baba Fergie's finished, man. Nah, fam, that's the way after win at least 13 Premier League titles for contract, man. Still, anyway, <laughs> Harris, the Nile's a river in Egypt, you know. You are you're just capping, bro. You the Nile yeah. is a river in Egypt. He doesn't know Guardiola when it's running mode, bro. He doesn't know Guardiola is rubbing his hands. <laughs> Guardiola losing sleep. He knows what he's doing because at the end of the day, Man City have been here before. Your team, Arsenal, has not been in this situation before, and you underestimate the mental mind game that is involved in this situation. Now, don't get me wrong, you guys have been top of the league for most of the season, but you still have to play City, which I believe City will beat you. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't think I'm gonna 
City will have the extra gear to get. You cannot make a single mistake. And that team, my, my mind's telling me another mistake is coming. And even if it's at the hands of Chelsea, which are notorious, which is a notorious team for ruining um, trophy hopes. Remember what they did to Tottenham the season Leicester won it? Chelsea <laughs> is notorious for ruining title hopes. And it'd be all the more sweeter for them to do that to Arsenal. You're actually so shameless. You're a proper London United fan because you should be hating City more. And no, when it comes to the title, no, but I have tunnel vision. Peckham Reds. My ops are closer here. <laughs> Look at you, Peckham Reds. Here, I said <laughs> my ops are closer. Shameless, <laughs> 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 bro. They were deep it. If they get a free Pete as well, do you really want that? I will shamelessly admit, I hate Arsenal, Chelsea more than I hate Liverpool. And, and see, I don't, I don't give a heck. When this pod blows, one day you'll get cooked for these takes. Don't worry. Let them cook me. They're going to resurface this, fam. They're let them cook me. Bro, they're going to call you a plastic. Let them, let them, let them. Plastic is a very serious natural resource that we use. They're saying Kevin's got a half and half scarf. One half is United, one half is City, bro. <laughs> but yeah, what I'm going to say is that mentality-wise, I think what shows how good we are Okay, don't get me wrong, the Anfield game um, when he played Liverpool um, obviously ended 2-2 and on another day we could have possibly lost, which thank goodness Ramsdale was on another level that game. Um, The way we started, I think the way a team starts a game shows you their mentality and we started with no fear, literally out the blocks at Anfield. Um, Martinelli gets that first goal, then minutes later Martinelli puts in another cross into Jesus who scored a second goal. I was thinking, yeah, we're cruising this. Like, that Anfield place, I think Gary Neville said that, like, scary stuff happens there, honestly. That place is not a natural stadium. I think there's just happening there, but <laughs> we move on, in it. So, I think one thing that's in our favour is that this is a young team that hasn't got any fear. You see the likes of Saka has been amazing this season. Gabriel Jesus, in terms of what he brings, in terms of, like, you know, dribbling, link-up. Martinelli is just relentless constantly almost like that Alexis sort of vibe um then you got the likes of Granite Shaka who's like found like a new vein of like goal scoring and assisting form and also he's vital to just how we play Gabriel especially I think he's the most underrated player in our team like in terms of the way he defends like he kept Salah quiet for most of that game he was brilliant so I think we've got oh, a lot of Sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry this, this is why I did the screen. Beautiful, Marshall is cold, cuz. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> okay, okay. It's authentic, man. So this is why I'm saying that we've got, we've got a lot of things going in our favor, but of course, City do. So I don't know if you've got more to add, or Kevin or Denzel. I think it's a very. I think the league is in a very unique position in this title race because. You've got a combination of like youthful exuberance in the Arsenal side, who are just like a bunch of young guys with like a bit of like maybe like one or two senior players, but mostly a very relatively young bunch who just really have this fire in their belly and they're not afraid of anything. And then you've got an experienced side in City who have been there, done that, like they know how this goes, like they're not going to be that worried. And they've got a manager on Guardiola who, again, seen it all, has been there, done that. So it's a very, very interesting matchup of experience and just pure hunger. It's going to be interesting to see how that plays out in terms of like, you know, 
will Arteta's experience in as an assistant manager in a side that is used to always winning so much can he transfer that to his team and be like look I've been in that I know what's that I know exactly what is being said in that dressing room right now here's what I'm telling you guys that like, just focus on your football don't worry and about not that. just not just him Jesus and Zinchenko have been in that position before as yeah. well they've they been very much, yeah they're Premier League winners themselves so they'll be the ones to tell the rest of the team like look calm down yeah, like just relax and play your football like one game at a time. Don't be thinking about oh who comes after this game. Like focus on winning this game first and foremost. And I think that's very important for the younger players, especially like Saka, Martinelli, who you know they probably wouldn't have expected to be in a title race at this stage in the season. They were probably just when the season started, let's get top four, probably yeah. aiming for fourth if anything. But now they're literally playing for their lives to win the title. Like it's an unprecedented position. Do you know what? Um, I think. Before we move on from this Arsenal section, I think what would be good is to look at the remaining games that both have. So I'm going to read out a few stats that I think would give good context. And I think what is very, that should be noted to, again, say how impressive Arsenal have been this season. At this moment in time of recording this podcast, the goal difference for Arsenal is 43, for Man City is 48. uh, 48, And consider that they have Erling Haaland up front and we're scoring this much goals as well. Yeah, then obviously they've got a game in hand on us so things can get to within three points of each other and it's a case of you know if Arsenal win all their remaining games you've got the title mm-hmm. if City win all their remaining games they've got the title so it can literally go anywhere shape or form so Arsenal's remaining games West Ham Southampton Man City Chelsea Newcastle Brighton Nottingham Forest that's not going to be easy bro do a quick rapid fire, yeah. Do a quick rapid fire. Let's let's do quick predictions, yeah. Okay, yeah. let's do predictions for Arsenal and City. Yeah, you start, yeah, Kevin. Arsenal City. All right, cool. So West Ham and them win. Arsenal wins. Easy. Arsenal win. I'll say one nil, two nil. Arsenal win. They'll win. Yeah. yeah. Southampton. They'll win. win easy. Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal win. That City game. I think you either lose or draw. I don't see you winning it. If I'm being honest. I think. Okay, I'll be realistic. I think a draw. Yeah, I think a draw. Think a draw. City. Best case scenario, you draw. Nah, I think City's winning, bro. Uh, Erling Haaland out here doing basketball kicks. I didn't even know he had it in his locker. <laughs> your, United, your, United, your, your United fan hate is talking. That's all it is. All right, I'm, pretty, I'm being so serious, bro. The guy, is, the last time I heard about him, yeah, he scored five goals in Champions League in one game. And now he's doing basketball kicks. That's, Arsenal that's unreal v, to me. Arsenal v Chelsea. Chelsea. Ooh. Easy win. You think we'll beat Arsenal? Do you know what? I, I have no We're thing finishing right. you, man. That's the one I'm think, confident about. We are finishing I you, gonna, man. I honestly think we'll lose that match because we're just so shit right now. Like, if it was like, if it was under Tuchel, I would happily say we'd beat you. But under Lampard, oh, man. It's other a, than Kante, your team is dog such a... Like, other than Kante, you're all dead. No, but bro, it's it's the stars aligning for me, bro. Bro, God knows what he's doing. The stars are aligning. I'm telling you, it's going to be a spanner in the works game. <laughs> if we win, I'll be gassed. I can't lie, because I'll I'll phone Karis straight away and be like, "Your title hopes." Not my words. I'm telling I'm you, talking <laughs> you all. There'll, it'll be it'll be a ball. The ball will move around in the box, and so like some media player like Havertz will just poke it in. And you know what? Let me even rub salt in the wound. Yeah, this is going to be Enzo Fernandez's first goal. <laughs> Enzo Fernandez's first goal. I said it first on this pod, bro. <laughs> but all just aside, it'll probably be a draw. Probably be a draw. All just aside. Right, Arsenal that easy. Man, them like Kulabali, he's washed right now. Washed. That guy should be chopping Banco on a beat somewhere. I don't <laughs> but we'll talk about Chelsea in a bit. Um, Newcastle will be difficult. I think a lot more difficult than than Chelsea. I think that one might yeah. surprise you. You know, 
I think I don't know what can happen, but I could. I say either a win or a draw. That's what I'm saying because I yeah. feel like we've got the mentality to still do something, but win oh, or but a draw. You're playing them away though. Yeah, and, and I still Park is a, it's a Roker Stadium, bro. It's, it's funny because you know what it is. We've actually conceded more at home than away. If I'm not incorrect, I don't what's know what home form this season. Our home form. Sorry, what's what? Was Newcastle's home form this season? I haven't checked, so I wouldn't know. But um, they have one of the best defenses in the league. They got good players though, so we'll see. We'll see. For a long time, if I remember correctly, I think they had the fewest goals conceded in the league. For time, yeah, but yeah. like they're not like infallible. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, like, I still think we'll win. Um, then we got Brighton, they're a good team, but we'll win. Mm-hmm. Nottingham Forest will win. And Wolves, they're not good, we'll win. Yeah, fair mm-hmm. enough. Okay, now let's go to City. All right. Leicester. Yeah. I am I'm doing prayer and fasting for Dean Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I want to see five at the back. Bro, Karis, I don't want dissertation. Just call a spade a spade. They'll beat Leicester. <laughs> They're going to beat Leicester, bro. Like, Harlan is going to score a hat-trick. Exactly. Prayer and fasting is what I'm saying. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, obviously, they play you a lot, which I think they'll beat you. Or I, they'll beat you as well. I, don't, I just don't see you beating them. I'll be wrong. Well, you never know, but I hear, I hear your point of view, to be honest. I can't lie. But I think we have something. Fulham, um, Fulham, yeah, they're pumping them, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no Mitrovic banned for eight games for slapping referee. Yeah. <laughs> um, West Ham, boy, Declan Rice is not saving them. Yeah. They get smoked. Yeah, West Ham's a win. Yeah. Leeds Sorry. win, comfortable win. Everton comfortable. comfy win. That's gonna be like five nil, bro. Chelsea gets smacked. Chelsea, getting getting wait pumped. on Chelsea, you know. Wait, wait we're on Chelsea. Getting, bro, we're getting pumped. We're losing 4-1. Yeah, Richard is coming on. Don't worry. Uh, Chelsea gets slapped. 4-1 to City. Don't wait. wait on Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Remember when Tuchel used to have for these, man. So let's see what Lampard does. Bro, we're playing them away. Exactly. We're Give going to them. They're not coming to us. If we're at the bridge, I'd like, call it or sign. We're going to the Etihad. Give and it a chance to mind. Keep in mind, by the time this game happens, you've already dropped points. Mark my word, you've already dropped points. So City have even more oomph to go forward. Let's wait, don't worry. If we win a title, I want you all to book annual leave and come with me to the parade. <laughs> all of you have to book <laughs> annual leave. First of all, first You're of all, all coming with me. First of all, that parade will take the piss because that they're going to parade all through London. All the Londoners will be like all traffic everywhere. You see why I need City to win as well, so I can go to work. <laughs> Nah, I got. I got come a with me, all of you. We got, we got a lodger complaint. I swear, there's a new, there's a new law that came up. What's it called? Public protest or something. It's got a full under that man. Get what's her exactly. name? <laughs> I promise you. Get Suella Braverman to lock that off, bro. Exactly. I promise you. If we do it, I'm waking up six in the morning, going to to North London, Highbury, and that. Nice. I'm there. Have you done this for God? <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk still. <laughs> okay. Um. There is um. Bitty and Brentford. Brentford. Hey, listen, Ivan Tony got a surprise for them. Brentford yeah, Ivan Tony. Ivan Tony's got something for them, bro. Nah, man. Ivan Tony should be in pen. Let's be honest. Nah, man. Nah, they, leave we, him alone, man. We got to support change, Black Brother. Didn't you hear they changed the rules from the 2025-26 season? They're going to remove the betting sponsors from the front of shirts. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. Tony, Tony might bust case, man. Hey, Tony, come Chelsea, bro. <laughs> um, and then City versus Brighton. That's an easy win for City. I think. Yeah. I think. No, City, you never know. Do you know what it is? On fancy football, yeah, Solly March and Matoma are getting me points. Oh, That's sure. all I'm saying. <laughs> wait, guy, wait. wait. You're underrating these, man, but wait when we come back to this. Don't worry. Have you, you seen the what? difference in what we've done just now? We went through Arsenal, yeah, and everything, every game was winnable and losable for you. 
No, but Solly March has something for them. He's yeah, better than Morris. Don't worry. A free kick around the box. Do you know what it is? Yeah, it's such a Arsenal is in a weird position. I pers- this is my opinion. Some people might not agree. That's fair enough. As much as they've got a six point gap at the time we're recording this, I still think they're the underdogs. Yeah, they are. I still think as much as a six point gap, they're very much the underdogs in the situation. I feel like everyone very much expects City to show everybody why they've won the league so many Not times. expects. Let's not push it. Not expects. But it's like, we still have a good chance. There's a lot of pundits that are even saying that they still think Arsenal can do it. But if we win the league, I think it'll be like by one point. That's how close I think it'll be. Mm. Yeah. So That's... I'm not underrating City, but I'm saying that I think we can still do it, but it'll be by like one point. The future of your club rests on this season, bro. Because if you don't get it done, nice, season, bro. you're locked back, bro. We'll Pocket talk about United like soon. If, don't worry. Oh, wait. If Arteta wins the league with Arsenal, what does that mean for Wenger's legacy, bro? Let me not talk right now. Uh, <laughs> if any Arsenal fan, if any Arsenal fan comes out and says Arteta's already more of a legend than Wenger, I'm sorry, I hate you guys even more than already. Than I already I'm did. saying nothing, man. I had to wear Squilacci and Giroud, so I'm saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love you, Wenger, but I'm, I'm saying nothing, in it. That's your goal, fam. No, I'm saying nothing. Thank you for the gold Premier League, but other than that, we'll, we'll see in it. We'll give it a few right. years and, and we'll come back to this. Let's move on to um, the most dreaded topic today, which is my club, Chelsea, which honestly, I'm, I'm rapidly falling out of love with football at this point, man. <laughs> <laughs> Every day. I don't even watch our games at that anymore. I watch the first half. I watch it. I'm like, cool, same old crap. Turn it off. Like Even the Champions League game, just... When, the Chihuahua, when Chihuahua got sent off, I was like, safe, turn the TV off, man. <laughs> I, just off. Knew, I just knew it was going to be something dumb after that. And it was. Essentially, just slotted it into the top, bottom corner and was like, Bob's your uncle, man. Like, I just think, yeah, this whole thing of our new owners is a mess. I feel like sacking Tuchel was a big mistake. So before you, before you continue, have you seen that clip where Todd Bowley was coming out of some... I don't and know if it was a house or yeah, it was like, we'll beat them 3 0. God will punish him. <laughs> he was, like this, will, is, God he was will, like, this is part of a long process. God will punish him. He thinks this is MLB. So he's walking around <laughs> making, making statements that, yeah, we're going we're gonna to beat, beat Madrid 3 0. Got to keep your hopes. Shut the f. Oh, my God. <laughs> when he said that, my head was steaming. Do you know who you're playing? And you're talking about, we're going to beat them 3 0. Have you seen the team? Have you seen who the manager is? And you're talking about 3 0. It's guy sick. That's a Vinicius had Rich Jay looking like I could get bread for him. <laughs> <laughs> Rich Jay looked so meaty that game. He could not keep up. Honestly. He lost uh, the most jewels in the match. Seven jewels. <laughs> Reese was looking a bit cooked in that game, man. I wanted to cry a bit. I was like, this is not my star boy, man. <laughs> uh, I even went on Chelsea to earlier. Uh, yeah, people saying that for the right price, he can leave. <laughs> You're talking about 85 million on his car. I said, no, nah, you might have lost your head. <laughs> I'm talking about, oh, Malo Gusto is better, that Reese James can leave. I said, no, nah, you might I'm stretching it, man. But yeah, I just think our new owners, they are quite arrogant, I think. I think they've come in thinking that they know everything. They're trying but to do our process, you know. They try and expedite the Arsenal process, and that's not how it works. Like, <laughs> Arteta built that thing brick by brick, bro. You can't just come and be like, yeah, I want the house pre-made. You have to plant the roots yourself, man. Like, he got rid of check. I think that's a big mistake because he played for the club, knows the club, he is the club. He should have never been um, removed. Sacking Tuchel, for whatever reasons, don't care, was a bad move, in my opinion. As much as things were going badly towards the end, I feel like he should just let him see the season out and start afresh with a new team, especially because he gave him, what, 300 million to spend. 
and then even had the audacity to bring in Aubameyang and then <laughs> sacked Tuchel. So now we're left with that bum. You were gassing Aubameyang, by the way, when he came. Yeah, God forgive me. God forgive me. <laughs> I don't know how, though, because there was nothing to go off of. We told but, you he was um, washed. Then even just that, the whole Graham Potter saga, I'm not going to lie, he is... I feel so sorry for him because he's the worst manager in Chelsea history and I feel like he he kind of wrapped his own career, basically. The next so. move for him is Watford or something, I'll be real. Because after this, it's peak. Like, yeah, he had the lowest... Bro, no, Leicester wanted them, but he said no. He has the lowest win rate of any Chelsea manager in history. Fair enough, he was there for like, what, 30-something games, 20-something games. But bro, he was... The guy was... Do you know what was making it more annoying for straight for Chelsea fans? Every time we lose, every interview was... The lads gave everything. If you say that one more time, I'm going to bottle you, bro. We could lose <laughs> passion 5 nil. and desire. We could lose 5 0. The lads gave everything. No, they did not. If they gave everything, why are we losing 5 0? So, this is what is even funnier. Yeah? Let, me, let me just explain what this Zippo's Chelsea Circus is doing. Yeah. We sacked Lampard to hire Tuchel. Yeah. Then we sacked Tuchel for Graham Potter just to sack him and bring Lampard back. <laughs> How can one man manage the same team twice in the space of one season, bro? <laughs> Kappa has had five different managers. And he's still Kappa number one. Under, and he's still, why is Kappa still there? Let's talk about that. He's a shit keeper, by the way. The way he put that into on his path. I just, I can't, st- I see his face. I just feel this like primal hatred, bro. <laughs> just, like, honestly, like I see him on the starting lineup. I'm just like, God, what did we, I think we sold our soul for that second Champions League and now the devil's come to connect. That's what went wrong though. If you could pinpoint what actually went wrong, because yeah. on the outside looking in, he Potter got sugar daddy tax. He got the sugar daddy badge in football manager. Everything you, was perfect. Bro, I'll tell you what went wrong. Our owners, I think they overestimated how much they understand football. Your owners are more at fault than 100 percent Potter. I feel like they think you can just come in and throw money at everything. That's not how football works. Like right. you it just doesn't work like that. I think, I think what they should have done was they should have kept two cool and it reassured them that they're going to bring in the DOFs and all the other um, technical directors and whatever to handle the player side of things. Because the problem was initially, from what I'd read, they were asking Tuchel to help him like find players and what his opinion and stuff. And Tuchel doesn't want to do that. Tuchel's not a manager, he's a coach. He wasn't interested in all the extra stuff. He just wants to coach the team, right. which is where some of their falling out was. So the stupid thing was they let Tuchel spend 300, they gave Tuchel 300 million pounds worth of players and then sacked him like two weeks later. That makes zero sense. <laughs> then you know, they I... gambled what's um, Potter from Brighton made him the second most expensive manager in the Prem. And I think the fifth most expensive manager in Europe. That's mad. Which is stupid. Um, I think it was, it was a five-year contract and he was on something like 20 mil, 15 mil a year. And his termination clause costed us like another 50 million, I think. Um, that was dumb. We overpaid for Kukurea. 60 million for that sideshow Bob Beg. Fair <laughs> enough. Then I think we just went willy-nilly in the markets, just like, bro, like 100 million on Mudrick, unproven. Like, fair enough, the potential was there, but 100 million. And then the whole thing of like 20 million of it got donated to Ukraine. Like, what, are we the British Red Cross? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I hearing that part of the transfer fees go ahead is gone to buy javelins and and and, and flipping tanks? Like, what's going on? What does that have to do with football? Mm. That transfer stunk. That's the worst transfer in, in our club's history. It's worse than the Lukaku transfer, in my opinion. 
But you know what? Being busy, boys, bro. You just didn't want Arsenal to have him. You didn't need him. You just didn't want the, the only good signing for the future is Enzo Fernandez. That's the only one that won't complain. Only signing that makes sense. That's the only yeah. one that makes sense. I get the whole thing of like paying the 120 mil now just to secure him and grab him for seven years and time. No, I get him. He's he's, yeah. he's that's the only one. Apart from that, Koulibaly for what 35 million pounds, bro. Oh, this granddad is getting shipped out in summer. <laughs> I promise you that. First flight, I will board it with him. He's gone. That guy is oh my goodness, man. Tiago Silva's holding on your defense at 38. Do you know how embarrassing that is, bro? And then we've still got players like the worst part is the size of the squad. Deep it, we've got 33. Can players. I say something about that actually? Um, I was looking at the, the Chelsea squad. Um, this is why I say that Potter wasn't fully at fault. Like, partly he didn't have the personality to manage Chelsea. Let's get that straight. Yeah, like he's he's a mid-table manager. He's good tactically, but he's mid-table for me. But the real issue was that your squad is so bloated. Like, if you look at your bench that was um, playing against Real Madrid, your bench had Edward Mendy, who's won Champions League. Literally was the best keeper in the world last season. Kukurea, Chalobah, all like first-team players. Havertz, another first-team player. Mason Mount, another one that used to start for Chelsea. Conor Gallagher, who was probably he's terrible, but he started for like Palace like a year ago or something. Mm-hmm. What's that? Um, shit. Aspi, who started for Chelsea for years, and he's the captain. Pulisic, who's got the number ten. Mudrik, who signed for over hundred million. Ziyech, who was signed for I can't remember how much, but it was signed, a lot. Ziyech was signed for like thirty mil. At the time, it was a lot. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. So all of these players are all like first teamers. So I bet your squad is so so unhappy. Because you got so many players that were promised to be like starters and they're all on the bench now. Yeah, it's a mess, bro. Like, even the funniest part is in the summer, when the loanies come back, the squad's gonna have 40 something players. Don't forget Broyo, who's also had the ACL injury and will come back yeah. in the summer. And I don't know what happened to David Datra Fofana. He got sent into oblivion, probably under the, to the development team. <laughs> he started two games and then he just got shipped out. Like, damn. Chukwumeka as well probably won't make the bench. Yeah, it's just, bro, does that, there's, too many players like people need to leave. I'll tell you who needs to leave. Ziesh needs to go. Pulisic needs to go. Loftus Cheek needs to go. I think Gallagher should go. Mount should go. Um, SP definitely like bro. If this is your last time, I enjoyed you, man. He's got to go. Pause, pause, um, who else <laughs> needs to go? Koulibaly's got to like bro. This is seven players already, bro. You go with Koulibaly so quickly. Hundred <laughs> percent, bro. Havertz. I feel like he's. We've given him enough time. Oh, I forgot. Sorry, I forgot as well. Bad Yashila didn't even make a Champions League squad. Bro, he's our best centre-back after Fafana. <laughs> and he didn't... Like, what's going on? I get fair enough. He couldn't be registered because they chose um, Joao Felix. But he's... I'm not joking. He's our best centre-back after Thiago and Fafana. Like, that guy is so... He plays like he's been playing for years. I love that guy. So he's the only sign I have no complaints about. But I'm on eight players already, bro. And still, there's more people that could go. Havertz definitely has to go because Havertz is all fart and no shit, bro. He's just like... (laughs) Was Badetile injured for Champions League? No, No, we couldn't couldn't register him. Okay, I'm about to say, because if Frank Lampard picked Cucurella to play left centre-back while Badetile was... We couldn't register him. They chose the last spot. They gave it to um, Jar Felix. Yeah. Even Jar Felix, there's no way I can justify signing him for 85. That guy, four-play baller. Bro, (laughs) that's all, like... Fair enough, he does like some dummies and fancy flicks here and there, but you see that opening like first 10 minutes where he had that one-on-one and he didn't 
I just knew you was going to score. I didn't even flinch. That was when I was like, okay, I know what type of match it is today. I just knew what, I knew it was going to be disappointment after that. I was like, oh, say nothing. I know know the vibe of this game. I know the vibe. 100%. And don't forget, and Kunku's coming in the summer as well. Yeah, that one, I'm not going to lie. I have no expectations. I'm not going to gas up nothing because after... He's better than Felix, by the way. I want to say this now. Who? And Kunku. Easily. One, he's Congolese. Two, he's a baller. You would argue that though. But my thing is, you never know. You never know in this life, innit? Anyone Bundesliga can argue. Bundesliga players rarely translate well into the Prem. We've seen it with Havertz, we've seen it with Werner. That's why I'm very scared. And we paid 60 million for him. If he flops, I'm so scared, bro. I'm not even joking. Like, anyway, just a lot of players need to leave. In summer, I want to see us selling way more than we're buying. I don't want to hear him about us buying players until at least eight men have left. Like, that squad needs to be trimmed. Question, Lampard, though. I hope. Huh? Dude, you want at the helm, though? Not Lampard. Lampard needs to be serving food in the canteen, bro. <laughs> That's your club legend, you know? Mr. Late runs into club the box. legend. He Mr. is a club Late legend. Runs into Listen, the he needs to Word. keep up the Late runs. Team. He needs to just like... You know them ones when you're like, your boy's trying to be a rapper and you don't have to tell him that he can't rap? <laughs> this is what it is with Lampard. Someone needs to chat to him boy to boy, like Balak. Just holler him on a calm thing and like, bro, I don't think you're built for this. <laughs> it's not I for everyone. You should be a midfield coach, but the manager thing, put it down, my brother. Put it down. It's not for him. Like, if you couldn't even do it at Everton, why the hell are we bringing him back to Chelsea, man? What are we doing? That's what I'm saying. Our owners don't know what they're doing. A man that got fired from Everton, you brought him back as interim. Does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> like, how does that make sense? You got fired. How do you get fired from Everton? Oh, got man. fired from Everton and you, uh, thought, you know what? let's move on yeah, let's, move let me on. Bring back dead. let's move on to United because Chelsea oh, are dead move on, move on please alright Kevin chat to me what are United saying um, we're the team like what I'm saying is that just give me Qatar oil me up and it's fine no 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 let's pause it there because this guy's a oh. big hypocrite because all the time you're crying about oh, Chelsea and their oil money and like City the and their oil money is, the difference is it's now you that's why hypocrite it's calm when it's you but now that you're getting a little taste of that oil money, I know it's gas thinking they're gonna come. The difference is we you're gonna get maximized. We did it, we did it honorably. Those 13 Premier League titles were honorable, however, <laughs> no, they were not honorable. No, they were Fergie and Pedro was not honorable, bro. You played well, you, that's now, but the referees are serious money. That's pure speculation. That's not speculation. Let's be real. All I'm hey. saying, oil me up, yeah, because City. Teams like City, Chelsea have ruined the game. So Bro. the only way we can keep up is to, unfortunately, we have to turn to the dark side. I'm pretty sure at this point, Alex Ferguson is the godfather to Howard Webb's daughter. How? Bro, th- listen, Fergie and PG, PG Mo, they were in bed. We all know this. All, yeah, I'm saying all, is, this. all I'm saying is, Howard Webb, right, was actually a central and he was a fair referee. I'm not, so ever since he's gone, refereeing... Howard Webb. That's what I'm saying. But anyway, to me, both more serious, yeah. Mine as biggest trans- transfer priority, in my opinion. If any of you say De Gea, you don't know, Bo. It's a new you goalkeeper. Do. De Gea is not a new keeper. Go and get a new goalkeeper. So just have Words. some streams. Stop clinging oh, on to nostalgia. My goodness. Grow up. We don't have a... Look, we don't have a striker, bro. Wout Weghurst is a shocking striker. <laughs> and it's you're really telling me that we need, a new, we need a new keeper over, over a striker. Matt said he cried after scoring his first goal. <laughs> he was gassed The emotion I was bored today I went on Wikipedia You know the EFL Cup That was his first trophy <laughs> I, I, I didn't have to feel about that That's his first trophy 
Yeah. You might want charity to him. Wait, how old is Weghorst? Is he like 29? Um, he's 30. Massa is going to retire with the EFL Cup as his highlight. But you know what's peak? He's still got more team trophies than Harry Kane, if I'm not mistaken. That's that's peak. Anyway, no, we need a striker. Like me, sort of like no, you do. That if I if okay, look, if I if, if every team was limited to only buying one player per transfer window, we're buying a striker. I'm not buying a keeper. But here's my question: Is a striker really that much of a priority when you've got Rashford in this kind of form? Words. Yes, but unfortunately, if Rashford could, if Rashford could, if 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 Rashford could never get injured, then I would I won't buy a striker. Like, he never gets injured. It's God said, yeah, your bones are patterned. You're never injured and fine. But unfortunately, we have Rashford, who's human, and injuries will come. And we have Martial, who's... In- Martial don't even play, and he gets injured. I'm thinking, what one? Like... That <laughs> guy's not- eating too much pound of jam. No, it's too funny. No, but Mandem, can you actually explain to me how someone gets injured without playing? <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like, it's been happening for the past couple of years. I honestly don't get it. And then Val Vedhurst is alone. I'm, I'll be very surprised if you make that permanent. So if you actually think about it, Val, one of our strikers is in pen. Well, he's out of pen now, but anyway, Rashford is the only one we got. Val Vedhurst is, is dog food. Martial is playing beautifully right now, you know. He's involved in two of the goals that we scored against Sevilla right now. And you can just see the vision, but he it's not sustainable. How old is he? Um, he's Late 20s, if not 30 already. Martial's not old. He just gets injured all the time. That's it. Yeah, let me quickly check his age. Let me, yeah. If it's something, you know what? Okay, do you know what I'm gonna say about United situation? He's only 27, bro. Only 27. Yeah. Okay. Okay. United situation. Yeah. Before I go into De Gea, I'll leave that last. Thank you. Um, in terms of striker, I do feel like you desperately need a striker. But so I'll give you two suggestions. One Kevin will not like. One he might like. If the you first, say Harry K, I'm locking off. I'm cutting. <laughs> I'll come to him. No, because it's not me. It's Ten Hag that wants Harry Kane. I've seen all the rumours. Ten Hag's desperate, bro. Because he has... No, no, no. The- and, and I get it, to be honest. Because the thing is that when you see Harry Kane and Rashford for England, the way they link up play and that, like, you can see the vision. One thing that Harry Kane's got that he can link up play well. The thing is that as he's getting older, you can't trust him, like, athletically, you know, to make the runs to the box that you want. He can make runs into the box, but obviously you want maybe someone younger. But... I still think Harry Kane's like world class for sure. That's not in 100%. doubt. Hundred percent. He's still got like what twenty one league goals. He's amazing, man. But if there's a younger option that you guys want, there's two younger options. There's one Evan Ferguson from Brighton. He's very very good in terms of like all round play, can score goals, assist. He can do everything basically. I really rate him as a player. Yeah, and then there's another one at Frankfurt who you guys Colomani. will like. Kolomani. Yeah. Very um, good player. Me. Um, I mean, call him Wani, innit? Give me, give me him. I don't want Harry Kane. It doesn't align with our vision, bro. You're forgetting another good option, but he's going to be too expensive. But you know what? United always overpays. They'll say fuck it and pay it anyway. Victor Osimhen. No, Osimhen will go to Bayern anyway. He's been yeah, Osimhen, I don't Osimhen will come to United. The reason why I want Colin Wani is because of the good thing is that he's... But you want it. You don't, you don't want us to have Colin Wani. Look at his lie No, as, no as, if I was a United fan, I'm not oh, saying right, as... Right. Like, if I'm a United fan, I want him. And the reason why is because of He's a very good dribbler. You see, like, um, Isaac, how he dribbles? Yeah. He dribbles, like, similar to him. Um, He can, like, operate out wide. He can operate centrally. So you can see him, like, linking up with Rashford really well in terms of, like, you know, they'll bounce off each other and it will give Rashford freedom to, like, rotate, go centrally. Mwani, go out wide or go centrally. Like, you'll be a more fluid team. See how, like, with Arsenal, Jesus and Martinelli, 
they often like swap positions sometimes. Interchange. Interchange, yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see how that would be so useful at United, and I think Ten Hag would like that, but I think Ten Hag really wants Harry Kane, to be honest. My fear is, if we get Harry Kane, we'll get a lot of the same problems we had with Ronaldo, in the sense that... Harry Not Kane, yet. Harry, Not Kane yet. Harry, Harry Kane's Kane. still got a good, another good three, four years in him, bro. He's got a good few years left in him, yeah. No, no, in terms of that, it's like, you can get away with a Harry Kane at like a Arsenal and when Chelsea at their best or like a City where there's people like a strong midfield that can create for you. You just have to pattern it and finish it. This is another thing as well we need to get onto you. The midfield. Sorry to interrupt. Um, your midfield, you need somebody to partner Casemiro that can actually create because if, you cannot keep playing Bruno deep line playmaker because it's not sustainable. Yeah, Exactly. And then that's why I say my, my United at his best when, you, when Martial is fit. And the reason why is because Martial can finish and Martial can, actually, and, and can also create. And Ten Hag clocked that. That's why he wanted Gakpo, even though Gakpo has been a bit shaky at Liverpool. That's never that's never a hero there. Harry Kane has never been mobile. Don't get me wrong. There was that one stage. Harry Kane can't sometimes drop into that camp position, but Harry Kane not got that pace to then run up and finish it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Harry Kane has no burners, bro. Like, I, I, don't, I don't want him. I honestly do not want him nowhere near the club. He's 30. <laughs> 30. He's not mobile. He can probably create, and I guess him and Rashford will do the little two steps. Oh, you know what I'll say to that though? I oh, felt oh. the way you guys play, because the players you have, like you have pacey wingers already in the likes of like Rashford, Anthony, and Sancho, they can more than make take up. Sancho out of the pace bit. But I hear what you're saying. Okay, but yeah, but, has, yeah, but they can make they can more we than we not seen up. it. They can more than make up for Harry Kane's lack of pace because think about it, if he had a player like Harry Kane, he'd be dropping deep to pick up the ball, and he'd be picking up those runs. Rashford would be making those runs in behind the defense from the half space, and he Harry Kane's going to find that free ball every time. As much as he won't, he might not be the one making the runs into that space himself, but for what he lacks in that, he'll be making those goals. And as well, when you're with one that's like you've got players like Wan Bissaka or um, Shaw whipping balls into the box, Harry Kane's very good in the air, like he's going to pick those up all day, every day. So, so like that'll be very easy. You know, what I'm going to say as well, Harry Kane. If Haaland wasn't scoring the amount of goals he was scoring, people would be saying Harry Kane's been having an elite season. If you look at his numbers, his numbers have been brilliant this season. Of course, bro. And, this, and this with an injured son as well. Son that's an out of form. Like he's And just, Richarlison, who scored nothing. I have two words 50 mil. Wow. I have two words for you. Antonio Conte. Ask Antonio Conte about Harry Kane. Now, do, you know, okay, do you know one thing I will say, actually? Wait. One thing I will say, that in terms of your doubts, Kevin, your doubts should not be about pace or anything because Harry Kane's never relied on pace his doubt your doubt would be physicality and let me explain for example in the North London derby whenever we play Spurs I never doubt that Gabriel's going to clamp Harry Kane because of physically he always gets on top of him if you watch our games against um against Spurs like mm. any big six centre back that is worth their salt will clamp Harry Kane physically and get him out of the game partly because of the system but also just because you know if you stick tight to him then you've got a chance. Yeah, as much as I say that Harry Kane is world class, <clears throat> if not elite, we've got a good debate here. So let's let's get let's get deeper into it, right? Will we not end up falling victim to what we did with Ronaldo in the sense of and what actually what this actually happened to City as well? It's the only reason Arsenal's even in the position they are now. The biggest mistake a team can make is to change their system to suit a player rather than buying a player that suits into your system. That's not. I don't think that applies to City because no, Harland no, Harland no. has actually fitted in in retrospect perfectly. I don't originally I thought Harlan it took, it took time. I agreed with you, yeah. Kevin, at first, but mm-hmm. now City have managed to like you know 
sort of figure out how to play with Haaland. Yeah. Fair I enough. I don't think that's the case at all. I feel like if you bought a player like Harry Kane, mm. I think I don't think you'd have to change that much to suit your style of play. I feel you like... I don't think he would, bro. I feel like United, the kind of manager you have in Ten Hag, he's a manager that plays very much possession-based football. And that is the kind of thing that a striker like Harry Kane would suit anyway. So I don't yeah. think there'd have to be yeah. like drastic changes. Maybe I'm head gone, yeah. But I just envision Harry Kane being a... Vout uh, uh, Vekos that can play ball a little bit. Nah. No, respect to Vout Vekos, it's awful. All Vekos does is like pressure defenders. Like, he's got the most pressures per night in the league or some dumb stat like that. But... <laughs> Harry Kane, he offers so much more. Like he's, I think he's he's the most complete striker in the league. Essentially, like Definitely. there's nothing you can't do, bro. How many years of Harry Kane we got? Let's 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 say we got Harry Kane. How many years we got? Of him? At least four. Yeah, At three or four. Four years. Are we sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, hundred percent. Four, four, four years old, Harry Kane. Hundred percent. He doesn't rely on pace. Even don't, if at, even if at thirty three, don't wish this juju on me. Would you man take thirty three year old Harry Kane, bro? If he's no, no, we're bench, talking about thirty Harry Kane. Do you know what? He's 30 right now. If you buy him and give him a three-year contract, say he gets to 33, you give him an option to extend and he just comes off the bench and you get a younger striker, that's calm. But yeah, but that's too competent for United. It's way that's way too competent for United. Then. <laughs> Denzel, yeah, this, this one's getting me mad now. Denzel's team currently is in need of a striker. You're saying, yeah, Kevin, take Harry Kane, take Harry Kane. Why don't you take Harry Kane, bro? I would take Harry Kane. Yeah, but Chelsea don't have the facilities for that. You do. No, we don't have facilities. Look, Tottenham, we do not have the facilities for that. We, we can't afford them. <laughs> Send them elsewhere. That's not on purpose. We can't afford them. You this. know what it is? I would take him, but listen to the situation at Chelsea, yeah? We've got Lukaku already. <laughs> yeah? Who's on that 300k a week? Tell me yeah. who's buying it. Where we're going to... We're going to have to sell him for like 5p, bro. Lukaku, Breuer, Felix, Centrally. We've got David Datro for Fana. Wow. We've got Felix, who's on... Aubameyang. Obama Yang, who's still Ooh, there, his his contract's getting ripped up. Like he can go to hell, bro. He's still <laughs> there. Like it's all a mess. That if we could take Harry Kane, I would 110%. But it's just like, where's the space for that? And I think Tottenham wants how much do they want for him again? Things like 80 million? More than that, I think. Yeah, something stupid. No one's paying 100 mil for someone that's 30. Let's be real. Okay, now before we move on from United section, now we have to talk about the hay and now we talk about the other areas. Uh, Kevin, I'm so sorry. You watch United every week. You cannot tell me that your blood pressure does not go high when you see the Gea kick the ball out. When he receives the ball, I do have to put my phone down to pay attention. But, <laughs> but, but, when it comes to doing his actual job, the primary job role, I would not pick another player in the business. I'm not going to lie. I think the Gea is, at, at this point in his career, he's a premium capper, bro. No, he's not. Don't, don't he's Kepa if Kepa had longer arms. And could I love it. Oh, my goodness. No, the Gea creates his own problems and then fixes them. <laughs> so what's the point? True. True. No, no, don't get me wrong. Mine cannot pass. Like there was a, When we played Everton last game, there was a ping that um, Pickford did. I was like, damn, some keepers can actually pass the ball at midfielders nowadays. Crazy. Fair <laughs> enough. I do know that that is interesting. Even Ramsdale is the king of nice passes to get the, the team moving here. However, right, it's if if money's tight at United, the way Glazers are saying, and I've heard that we're five billion in debt or something, or even crazier than that, De Gea is the last thing to spend money on. Like we have so much more priorities. I'm gonna if, say something else as well. Again, okay, before, before you get to that point, before you get to that point, if them if we finished all the priorities on our team, right, 
and we said, you know, we've got some money left over, we get a keeper, that's fine. If De Gea was slowly put out of the team, I, I'm not a De Gea stand. But I'm just saying, yeah, you man don't watch it as much as I do. The saves this guy makes wins us games. Bro, so you can save, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna get onto that. Three more situations that just ruined your whole game. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna add to this basically. So when we played Liverpool, right? Our XG in the Liverpool game, their the XG was like four, and it was still like two two. Yeah. Now in the game where United played Liverpool, their XG for Liverpool was a lot less, and you still lost like seven nil. And I think personally, as much as your defense was not good. De Gea could have made a few saves there that were preventable that Ramsdale made in our game against Liverpool. Every dog had a save. No, so that's what, no, no. What I'm <laughs> saying is that, no, Ramsdale was also a better shot stopper and can play on the ball. You need a better, you need someone that can play on the ball. De Gea can shot stop decently, but he still has his mistakes. And one of the worst things as well is that he never comes up to claim corners or like claim high balls. Or no box presence. He's, he's scared of he's scared of balls that come into the box. Puss, he's a pussy when it comes to box presence. Even as Kepa, bro, Kepa does never Kepa. I've never seen him come forward to claim across ever in his life. It's like, true. But I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. You can't bring Kepa into the conversation. Kepa's just a joke, man. Keeper. I'm not gonna lie to you. But but Karis, you cannot sit here and tell me that. Aaron Ramsey is a better shot stopper than the hair. You cannot. Aaron Easily. What? Oh, my word. No, how shit. Ramsdale is a better keeper than the hair right now. What are we talking no, about? He is. He's a better keeper than the hair. I hope stopper. you get fried for this take because he's shot a better stopper. shot stopper. Yes. Right now he is. Yeah. Outrageous shots that should be going in. Yes. Did he Bro, see the save from Konate? Someone saves. Some, I think even in that, um, what's it called? The Liverpool game. Ramsdale basically kept Arsenal in it. The Bournemouth game. The Aston Villa game. Do you remember the Bournemouth game where they were like through on goal and he's made a save from Billing? Yeah. And then the Villa game where he made a save from Leon Bailey that I thought was going top corner. Bro, like, you, let's... So many. I can mention names flowers, as well. Bro. I can mention names as well, but it's calm. Because originally... You don't have the names in your head, don't worry. I know you I don't. Do, I do, you might do. You're going to make them up. You're going to start You're going to start saying Accrington Stanley. Watch. <laughs> no, the one, the one, okay, cool. The 1v1 against um, um, Leicester when yeah, I in actual shot, I patterned that. De Gea saved that and I did not expect him to save that. It's Ihan Nacho, man. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> you might just mention Billing. You might just mention Billing. <laughs> Who the fuck is Billing? You might just it, bro. You mentioned Billing. <laughs> my point is it was a one-on-one. Yeah, yeah, the one with Nacho was a one-on-one as well. No, but what that I'm guy, saying, that bro, let's be real, he doesn't play football. He's chopping it about half time, like. I don't lie, he was panting that game, but look, 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 fine. De Gea will need to go eventually. That's the most again out of me. But I'm saying eventually, he needs to go this summer. This time to go. (laughs) Where is the money coming from? Get David Raya, get um, Diego Costa, anybody that is actually a keeper that can actually play on the ball and make saves. This is another take that no one talks about yet. Ambitious, go for Mike Magnon. You see, keepers, yeah. No, no, no. Manyan's out of their league. Please, have respect. Keepers out of our league. We're the most... We're the biggest out of your league. I'm so we're sorry. AC Milan are a heritage club. That's a heritage. Nothing heritage. more heritage than United. I'm sorry. <laughs> this guy. Look, this is what I'm going to say to you. Keepers are, t- uh, are players that it's a momentum thing. It's a stability thing. Like, you can't switch a keeper back and forth week by week. It doesn't work like that with keepers. Keepers are a stable thing. We have to scout properly. I'm not in a hurry for a keeper. I want a keeper that we can have for 10, 15 years if possible. A young keeper. So if we bought that now and he was willing to learn under the hair and he eventually took his place, 
perfect. But right now, I'm in no hurry. Please, really, I, would, I would happily release Maguire now before him changing the hair. I mean, Maguire is going for short, so it doesn't really matter anyway. Like, again, do you remember that clip where Varane got pissed off at a pass that De Gea made? I'm sorry. You can't be watching this and no, these things happen be keeping calm. Bro, as a medical student, I know your hypertension is going differently as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Karis, yeah, this is our thing, yeah? De Gea can actually, there's some clips where De Gea, De Gea has good passes. No one talks about that. Every doc has its day. You should say that earlier. Oh, oh, well, now you... <laughs> Wow. No, I can know. It makes sense for me to say that. This conversation's tapped. Nah, this conversation's rigged, bro. I'm not, I'm you know not let's, let's move on. Kevin, let's move on. Time will do us think. That's what I'm going to say. Team of the season, my friend. What are you telling me? Team of the season so far. Hmm. Let's do formation first. Let's say 4 3 3. I think that's a good one. Yeah. 4 3 3. Bog standard, fam. Beautiful formation. Accommodates everybody. You know I mean, who would we say has been the best goalkeeper this season? Allison. Yeah. Mm. And yes, Liverpool have been bad, but Allison, yes, hundred percent, best keeper in the world for me, without doubt. Mm-hmm. All right, go to left back. Zinchenko. No, are you mad? I, I raised Zinchenko, but no. I'm, I'm, I'm see, I see, like, I see, like how the NBA sees the MVP. Like he changed your whole team. He has, <laughs> but not him, man. Arsenal fans will get at me, and as much as I rate Zinchenko, no, I would say Nathan I would say Ake. I would say Nathan Ake. Have you yeah. seen the way this guy's defending recently? He came from preseason, a new defender. Okay, but this is what I hate, though. This, ah, this is what I know about you, these, you guys, you know. You pick and choose your argument. You move the goalposts. How? How? Full-backs. No, fullbacks, yeah, are no longer just defenders now. They actually have to do attacking output, right? Aki is not giving you no attacking output. It doesn't matter. If it doesn't it doesn't matter. Be... Different systems, isn't Ake it? Aki defensively is basically perfect, bro. This season, yeah, he's been amazing. Yeah, hey, not all fullbacks have to be able to do both. That's not true. I hate yeah. to bring up the past, yeah, because I gave up for Lent. Anyway, when I was arguing for Ronaldo a year ago, you said, oh, you know, he doesn't he doesn't facilitate the game, he doesn't press. He was scoring goals, though. But now we're talking about defenders. Oh, he's a defender. He don't have to defend. I mean, because you got Ronaldo, 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 yeah, yeah, Ronaldo one's isolated instant. I'm not going to lie. That's oh, the, my goodness. Oh. Compared <laughs> Ronaldo thing to fullbacks, bro, like... Yeah, I get for the modern fullback has to be just as good going forward as defending, but his first job first and foremost, I'd rather have a fullback that's excellent defensively but doesn't offer that much going forward. Me too. Really? Okay, so... Okay, no, 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 because no, hear me out, Kevin. Keeper now, when it comes to a keeper now, you have a keeper that can ping the ball but can't save. We're not talking but about Edison. Hair, that's not about the hair. The hair is still crap, bro. What are you talking about? You want keepers that can do both. That's our point. <laughs> no, what, what I'm saying is that this is Henders, their first job is to defend and Ake has been brilliant defensively this season. Like, for example, say, like, Luke Shaw, for example, on yeah. Twitter, he's rated really highly because right. of, in general, and I won't be biased, in general, you could say that he can defend and he can attack really well. Yeah. yeah. So you want a fullback that is good at both. And for me, when Ake has gotten forward for City, mm. he's contributed well to their system, like, relative to their system. Mm-hmm. So I have to put Ake at left-back. Yeah. Okay. So two of you said so, Ake. On no the topic way. of left-backs, yeah, I think, um, what's that right-back from Frankfurt? Is it Nathan Frimpong? Jeremy Frimpong. Jeremy Frimpong, that's it. Yeah, he's, Frimpong, got some, he's, got, he's got something like, I think, seven goals and eight assists from right back. But when you watch him, like he's... He's a right winger, bro. Bro, he's, he's, not, he's, not, good at, he's not good at defending. I think he's Leverkusen, bro, not Frankfurt. Yeah, Leverkusen. Yeah, Leverkusen. He's, he's great going forward. He basically is a winger slash wing back, but he's not going to give you a solid defensive performance that like week in, week out. Yeah, so but let's, let's, let's skip from United for now. Yeah. Um, um, two centre-backs. Centre backs, I would say Fofana. I would say uh, 
Saliba. Yeah. Nope. What? Do you know what? No, no. I'll, I'll tell you why Kara said no. Why? In the latter half of the season, I'll be real. Gabriel's been better. Gabriel's been our best defender He's this season. He's been a lot better. The yeah, latter yeah. half, in the beginning, like the first five games or whatever, we all saw what Saliba's about. But yeah. like, when it comes to like back against the wall, Gabriel's your man. Um, you see, against, against Liverpool, he would have lost if not for Gabriel. The way Gabriel was, he literally had the whole left flank to himself because Zinchenko is not the best defensively. To be it's honest. funny because I remember at the start of the season, I was saying to Karras that if Arsenal wants to be a serious team, they need to get a new left centre-back because Gabriel is not it. I, I people are saying that. I can't yeah, lie. I, like, that he's completely, that. like, from back then, the beginning of the season, he's a completely different defender, bro. Gabriel has to be one team of the season. I, 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 I'm doing it based on, this is his first showing. In the Premier League, well, it's we're talking about of the season. It's this yeah, season, yeah, yeah. And I'm going based off of that. Like, it's all, the only way is up from here. So I feel like I don't know. I'm just going for what I think, as in like he's gonna be patterned more. He goes on from here. Yeah, up, basically. Potential wise, you don't know. Saliba has a lot of potential. I can't lie. Yeah, that. of course. Abreu is a walking red flag, bro. No, 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 he's, no. Bro, if you watched him now, no, completely different guy. I watched. The two centre-backs I choose is Gabriel and Ruben Diaz. No, I'll say Gabriel and... Kevin might be surprised by me saying this. I'll say Gabriel and it's either one of Botman... Oh, I'm an Lissandro. Oh, Sven Botman, Botman or, or Lissandro. Yeah. I'm picking Lissandro. Yeah. Either Botman or Lissandro. No, I think... Pardon? Botman's been cold this season, I forgot. He's been good, but yeah. Lissandro either him or Lissandro, I'm not sure. Lissandro Martinez is one of the best defenders in world football right now. I think let's go with Gabriel and Lissandro. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Cool. Right back. Normally, I'd be so quick to say Reese James, but not this season. Is Ben White or Trippier? Yeah, Ben White. Ben White. I think Ben White, yeah. Ben we'll White. go Ben White then, yeah. Yeah. Right. Midfield, De Bruyne. He's in there. Well, CDM, CDM, CDM. CDM. Uh, I'm, going with, I'm going with the guy from Newcastle. Actually. Gomez. Ooh. There's only one. There's only one answer for this, to be honest. But Casemiro, this walking red flag. Please do not. That's a walking. Casemiro is a walking. Wait, no, okay. <laughs> this guy got heated. Yes, he <laughs> cards. But I was trying. I was trying to prevent your Casemiro answer in case it came out. Ah, uh, Casemiro is, a, is the best CDM in world football. It's between um, Gimares, Rodri, Marty and Rodri for me. I'm not putting um, one of them for obvious reasons. Not obvious reasons, yeah, but yeah. I'm not putting one of them. Um, so it's between Gimares and Rodri then. Is Casemiro? It's no, it's not. No, man. relax. This guy loses his head so easily, man. But you're talking about a man that wants to choke slam somebody in the middle of a game. First of all, he held it by his collar. It wasn't <laughs> his neck. Look at this. Why is he holding a neck smack? Why did he do that, that man? By his collar. The game got soft. Back in the day, Patrick Vieira was out here boxing up man, and you might were getting gas. Now, yeah, Kev- Kevin, Kevin, at goals, if someone holds you by your collar, are you not going to react? First of all, I'm not a dickhead, bro. You you will try that. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's one. And number two, the game gone soft. <laughs> Man, talk about I'm not a dickhead in the same breath. <laughs> no, the game gone soft. It's <laughs> <laughs> all tapped, bro. Oh man, <laughs> I'm not a dickhead. Fine, fine. Rodri, Rodri, can have that one. All right. Okay. Well, left. I think Rodri. Your left centre mid and your right centre mid. Who are you choosing? Odegaard has to be in for me. Yeah. Same. Other guy in the brown, isn't it? It's hard to leave Gomez out, but yeah, let's say yeah. Rodri, yeah. Rodri, Odegaard, and I think De Bruyne or who else has impressed me this season? Hmm. 
I think those three just speak for themselves. I don't think we can go yeah. through. Rodri, De Bruyne, and yeah, Odegaard. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Left wing. We put on left wing. Martinelli. Mm, it's gonna my, my front three's already done. <laughs> hey, what? Wait, there's Almiron play off the left. Sorry, Almiron. No. <laughs> <laughs> Almiron. We've not yeah. seen this <laughs> since like January or February. I'm not gonna argue that. It's gonna be hard to be arguing if um, Martinelli, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you know it's just on Twitter, like on Twitter, Bear United fans are saying Rashford, isn't it? And you know what I'm gonna say? No, I, I put Rashford. Rashford. Sorry, I put, I put Rashford for strike for me. Harland exists. Are you mad? <laughs> okay, if that's the case, then there is a debate. Put Rashford left. Okay, let's relax. Rashford wait, wait, actually, wait, 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 wait. All jokes aside, let's look at the goal output between Rashford and Martinelli. Who I think who's got more goals and assists between Rashford? It's not a question. No, it's Martinelli, I'm pretty sure. Google it. Might be wrong. But... I haven't even Googled it, so I'm risking it right now. In the league. Martinelli's got 14 goals and four assists. Mm. Okay. What's Rashford saying? To be fair, it's not all about goals and assists regardless. Oh, there we go. It's not, it's not, it's not. It's not. It's not. Look at goals and assists, but I'd like to know anyway. Just okay. put it there. Rashford's, right? got oh, 15, Rashford's got 15 and four assists. Exactly. So he's got 19 goals and assists and Martinelli's got 18 goals and assists. Okay. But what I'm going to say is that in terms of, let's say like, for example, dribbling numbers, Martinelli's been top of the league for the entire season, pretty much. Ooh. And so as like, well... He's telling like dribbling already. What this is supposed to be Rashford's bag, apparently. But we move. Yeah, and as well, I think Martinelli's doing that in a team that you know that output has led to them being first. When you said team of the yeah, season, like, do you mean team of like all competition or just team of the Premier League? Premier League. Premier League. Okay, cool. Who is more pivotal to their team? That just shows how bad your team is at times, then. <laughs> <laughs> that's like saying that's like saying Harry Kane's pivotal to Spurs. No, 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 but no, but we're talking They've got Paris like, in the back. No, no, you're talking, about, you're talking about context, right? So yeah, that's more impressive. Like, if Rashford has an off day, because he's not he hasn't got that insurance to have an off day, Martelli could be like, oh, I'm playing dead today. Let's like I have it. My, Rashford can't do that. Rashford's been on target. Fire. No, that doesn't decide who the that, better player is. But that's that that's that's more of a testament to the overall the quality of the your team. team. It just shows you rely on Rashford a lot. Yeah. And Rashford come came to the table. But what I'm saying as well, that's one of the most informed players this season. No, but you man, you man don't deep how good Martinelli's been this season. If he scores two more goals, he's scored more goals in one season in the Premier League than any Brazilians ever scored in the league. I have so, and that includes Firmino and all the other Brazilians. Come here, they go to Spain. Secondly, 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 he's the highest scoring Brazilian player in league action across all leagues. So, more goals than Vinicius, more goals than Neymar in league action. Come on, respect this thing. I'm if so sorry. Here, if you sit here and try to make an argument for Vinicius and Martinelli, you have to get out of the pod. We're kicking no, I'm not, no, I'm not saying that. Relax. <laughs> Let's not go too far. Don't, don't stain my name like that. No, I know Look. what you tried to do. Look. I know what you tried to do. Look, you are not going to sit here and put Martinelli left and Saka right. Rashford's holding that left I wing. I am. I'm so sorry. I Rashford's am. holding that left wing. I'm so sorry. Okay, Denzel you got the side of vote. Denzel's got the side of vote. I get the side of vote and I'll be wrong. Oh, I'm you make Martinelli? There we yeah, go. Yeah, because bro, he's bro, he's literally part of a team. Like he's 14 goals and forces are literally part of a team that's about to win the league. Exactly. But this is what I'm saying. So you oh when one argument you said even creatively, like with one argument, you said that um it's the it's how bad your team is, is why Rashford's got a case. But then you went around and said 
how good of a team Arsenal is is the case for Martin Lee. That's, not my, that's not my argument, though. My <laughs> argument is that Rashford's been good, but Martin's been better. Simple and as my that. My argument is that you're saying that how Rashford can't have an off day, and I'm saying that speaks to the quality of your team. That doesn't necessarily... Yes. That's, not, that's not speaking to how good Rashford is, per se. That's speaking to the fact that your team relies on him too much because the rest of your players don't have it in them to pull that bit of luck out or magic and change the game. Whereas Martinelli, he's been a consistent performer anyway, but Arsenal's overall team's quality is so good that even if Martinelli does go missing for one game, it's not going to be like a game-changing decision. How many games have Rashford gone missing this season? I don't know. There's, I don't still, there's quite a few, to be fair. Ask Arsenal about Rashford. When we saw you at Old Trafford, ask Arsenal about Rashford. What I'm saying, you let a catcher score last minute, so I don't care. Like, that, was a, <laughs> no, that was a bookie goal, bro. <laughs> so I don't care. You know what? You know what? I can't win. Last hey, minute, Martinelli goes left wing for me, man. In my team, Rashford, we'll do the vote again. We'll do the vote again because this is getting ridiculous now. And I won the last World Cup vote. Just remember that. <laughs> Martinelli left wing. Do you know what I'm also going to say as well? Um, one thing that Pep said, he, he said a quote recently after City, who did they slap up? Southampton, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah. He said that one quality in players that he rates is that players that can do things like at a high speed. So, for example, Kevin De Bruyne can be at maximum speed, and he'll still find the pass easily. Mm. Now, you man both watch United. Mm. Rashford again, he's had a world class season. I'm not going to de- deny it. He is a head down baller. But what I'm going to say is that one, he's a head down baller. He's overstated, but he's a little bit. And number two, I feel like. He has to slow down before he picks a pass. Don't get me wrong, he can cross brilliantly. But before he does something, he has to like slow down and then make the cross or make the pass. And I think that, do you remember like seasons before Rashford when he first broke onto the scene? When he was dribbling past man, he will do everything quick and then pass it. Like Mbappe, he's not had his best season, but one thing that's amazing about him is that when he gets the ball, he can do everything at 100 miles per hour. Mm. Even like, you know, find that pass, see that ball. Martinelli, he can be a bit like iffy at times, but a lot of the time I feel like he can do things at maximum speed and still like, you know, find the cross or find the goal that he wants to score in it. So I'll yeah, say Martinelli, but United fans have a case. I'll say that. In that case, I agree with you. Yeah. And I think the one criticism of Rashford's game, I, I said it to the bubble shop, I said it in the bubble shop yesterday, what the day before, is that Rashford needs five shots to score a goal. Did Nigel have a good take that day or not? No, 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 Nigel was just speaking bare rubbish. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> Obviously, shout out to our barber, innit? But like, yeah, no, shout like, out, man. Rashford needs six to seven shots to score a goal. Whereas the world's best, to be classed as world class, you get a chance, you pattern it. The Everton game, I don't, I wouldn't say it's regular, but the Everton game, for example, he mm. could have scored like at least two by the first half. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. But if I'm actually have it. Okay, striker, we can't debate, sadly. It's right wing. Long- Saka, yeah, yeah. Saka. Yeah. What other right wing ringers have been good this season? I want to know though. Even though it's still Saka, I just want to know what other right wingers have been good. Mm. Mm. salah has been a bit. Uh... Masala has been cheeks this year. Well, compared to his standards, for, for his standards, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, City. Next I mean, uh, he plays on the left though. But I was going to say Grealish recently came. Um, Grealish has been really yeah, good. He recently came into form. Yeah, he's been great recently. Um, who did they play on the right again? They normally shift Foden out there or something. Foden, let's not talk about this guy. Dead food. <laughs> he's got, do you know, he's going to fraud his way to PFA Young Player of the Year again. Oh, honestly. Well, we know why he's going to get it. Let's be honest, but we can't say that on pod. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, man, hear me, hear me out, yeah. Uh, what is it? 
Do you know, as I said, who's getting me fancy football points? Solly March here for Brighton. I didn't know who this brother was. He's he's back in an assistant, you know. Man said 28 games, seven goals, six assists for Brighton. And he's lanky as well. What? <laughs> oh, look at my shell. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. No, 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 it's calm, it's calm. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I can't I can't argue from anybody. Saka Sack, as I said, Saka holds right wing so firmly. Yeah, that I just, I'm sorry, like in my mind, Rashford still holds left wing, but it's fine. I'll let I'll let I'll let but season is in goal. We had Allison um left back, we had Nathan Ake. Our centre backs were Lissandro Martinez and Gabriel Magalhães. Yeah. And right back, we had uh, Ben White. Then our midfield was Rodri, Odegaard, De Bruyne. And then our front three was Saka, Martinelli and Haaland. And who's the manager? Who's the manager? Yeah, because... Mikel. Like the base. Arteta, shut up. Easy. No, don't say shut up. If you if you want to be unbiased, it's Arteta. Ten Hag winning the treble this season. Just saying. What treble was he winning this what season? What treble? The EFL Cup, the FA Cup, and the Europa League. That's not a treble, bro. That's that's, that's, that's a some shame, man. That's what Mourinho did a few seasons ago. That's a treble. Well, you <laughs> think you're going to win? So that's a treble. Wait, you think you're going to win the FA Cup over Man City? Yeah. Man City are clamping you, and I'll be so. Well, I'll, be, I'll, I'll I'll be the one to tell you right now. You're not winning that cup. Man City. Are gonna Man City are prioritizing the Premier League first, probably Champions League second, and uh, no, they've no, they're prioritizing Champions League first because they want to win. Up. Yeah, but the Premier League second, then my point still stands. City's third team will still clamp your first team. My United will shamelessly play our first team against their their youth team in the FA Cup. Sorry, Julian Alvarez will clamp you on FA Cup final. Remember this. But Sandra <laughs> Martinez will eat him alive. Please, no, 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 no Sandra no, Martinez no. is four foot eleven, bro. So, and, he's, and first of all, Denzel, you're talking a bit too much for where you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, 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 it's bro. I have to say this on live, yeah. The way actually dribbles is one of the most disgusting things in world football. He dribbles like what, what, what was it like side side footing? What is it? What's it called? He dribbles at speed. Yeah, like that. I'm just like, bro, like why are you dribble like that? But anyway, like, we'll win the FA Cup, we'll win the um, Europa League, and we'll win the we'll really win the EFL Cup. That's the trouble. He's the manager. I promise you, I, you're not going to win Europa League. Who's 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 going to stop us? Don't worry, just wait and see. Sevilla, Sevilla, this Sevilla, yeah, this one. Worry, back on the cards. Okay, cool. So who's right now? Karis thinks Arteta. Who do you think, Denzel? The score's two 0 uh, so it depends. We're talking about the Premier League anyway. It depends who wins the title. So it's either Arteta yeah. or Guardiola. Yeah, it's between Arteta and Guardiola. What What makes you think Eric Ten Hag has any say in this conversation? Right this baldy man, relax. Eric he wants the hair to stay. That says everything. Eric Ten Hag has turned us nothing to something. Something where? What do you mean we are something? What's, wait, what's the nothing to something is what winning the EFL Cup? EFL Word. Cup, Premier League. Oh, no, not Premier League. EFL Cup, FA Cup, and Europa League. Wow, you're mentioning two cups that you haven't won yet. Arsenal's best season in a, in how many years is just a Premier League title? That's just a Premier League title. That's a Don't downplay it. Don't downplay it. I will downplay it. I'm shameless. That's worth three of your trophies, bro. You will be at the parade. What do you mean? Worth Karis? You, you will be at the parade. Don't worry. 
when you get this Premier League title, yeah, if you get this Premier League title, let me say, go to the parade, make sure you get as much pictures as possible. The next time you take a picture of a Premier League, your child will be going to uni. Mark, <laughs> relax. Let's not go too Mark, far. That'll be you, man. That's That'll be you, man. Because you're not having it again. <laughs> that will be you, man. Don't worry. Uh, I've, bro, I've seen it happen like five times. I'm chilling, bro. I've seen it happen. Okay, I was going to say 13 times. I haven't seen it happen 13 times. But I've seen it happen a good amount of times. Man, don't understand. We don't have Venga no more. Paris, this is a purple patch. What's a purple patch? What if Pep Guardiola wasn't a racist, Sterling should still be at City. <laughs> Sterling, Sterling should still be at City. Gabriel Jesus should still be at Man City as well. Your t- t- title hopes will be... Just don't be here. And where's your title hopes? You were guessing title like... Look. How many podcasts ago? <laughs> <laughs> the world should not let me get Qatar because if I get Qatar, I'll be the most unbearable brother out here for Europa League. What do you mean? I'm not gonna get them, bro. Do you know why? Because they recently changed the rules for um the owners of clubs. There's more stringency on like human rights violations and their background. Do you think it's a matter? These these man murdered a reporter. Everyone knows they did it, and they're still exactly. Forgot. So you think they're gonna let Qataris go and buy United? Knowing they're out here hiring Agent 47 to duppy off Don't worry, Jim Jim Radcliffe, whatever his name is, he's coming. Can that guy go away, by the way? Can we discuss Jim Radcliffe? (laughs) United is a British club. You need a British owner, bro. No, we don't. We don't want him. We don't want him. I'm gold digging for days. I don't want him. He hasn't got the money for my lifestyle. He's got the money, bro. He's got the money. For the lifestyle I want, he cannot provide that. (laughs) He can, bro. And he's 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 like, he understands the club. He's British heritage, bro. Come on. Look what he did to, he owns another team. I heard he owns another team in France. I think it's Nice. I think it's Nice, yeah, because he he owns like Ineos. And what is Nice doing? It's a farmer's league. It's It's Nice. Let's be real, man. Yeah, but if what he's meant to do, what are they, what are they actually yeah, well, meant to do? Nice, nice have Nicola Pepe. What do you money? expect? Look, my thing is, if you can't even pass your A levels, why are you doing a degree? He can't even pass his A levels. <laughs> so what's the <laughs> <doing that? laughs> Pass your A levels. Pass your A levels first before you talk about United. Yeah, I'm saying, crawl before you can walk. Bro, what do you, no, Kevin, shame the devil right now. What do you want Jim Ratcliffe to actually achieve with Nice? I want. <laughs> Look, What's he actually meant to do, bro? All I'm saying is, yeah, PSG was always PSG. PSG was a PSG had, they had Ronaldinho back in the day, you know. What? Yeah, 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 that's fine. But that's when I did. And JJ Okocha. Sorry. The legend. I have, to about, I have to talk about Ronaldinho's son, by the way. <laughs> I saw that video. I saw that video. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> you can tell that this guy has three meals a day every day. You know what I'm saying? was like, there's no poverty in this football firm. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> he okay, ain't missed a meal in his life. But just to answer Denzel's question, yeah. Look, all I'm saying is, if you can't handle Nice as a project, why do you think you can handle United as a project? Because you'd have more resources and better players and a bigger stadium. Which is yeah, but rega- regardless... The Glazers are frustrating the people that are bidding for United. So there's no point in talking about this anyway. No, 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 no. I've made peace with the fact that we may very well not be sold. I've also made peace with the fact that we may get Ratcliffe. I made peace with the fact that we may get Qatar. Actually, I want Qatar. So, like, I don't know. Like, at the end of the day, these men are not paying my bills. But all I'm saying is, let the stars align and I get Qatar. I'll be the most... Um, you, can, you can win Premier League for the next three years, Karis. All I'm saying is, we're coming. If you get Qatar, we're coming. Count your days. This guy thinks he's going to get Qatar and they're going match mm. bid for Mbappe or something. What? <laughs> he's really... Look, we will we'll basically have like a link with PSG with through Qatar. Let's be honest. No, you won't. Yes, we will. No, you won't. Yes, we will. You, you don't think no, money... No, you won't. 
Because right. I can promise you, right, in the next five years, they're going to sell PSG. So? Sell PSG. Sell PSG. That money goes into the United Bank account. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're just, you're just giving four points. This guy is desperate for the money, man. He can't I, win. I want Old Trafford to be encoded in gold. 24 carats. <laughs> but the gold encrusted Man United. Gold encrusted Man United, bro. I am tired of this suffering, bro. You know what I'm saying? Money is not your problem right now, bro. You need to just, you need a new ownership, but you need new owners that know what they're doing. You could get the Qataris and they could hire the worst backroom staff and you'd be in the same situation. Don't worry about that. God doesn't, God doesn't answer the type of prayers. Qatar have so much influence here that will have Ayrton Hazard as a manager, will bribe Pep, Pep will be assistant coach. Will bribe all the best managers in the world. You never know. Graham Potter could go to Qatar, have pilgrimage, and come renewed as director of football. What? You never know. Speaking of Graham Potter, I like the fact you mentioned that. Yeah. Okay. Just a quick disclaimer to the fans. This is a just a catch up session of it now. Graham Potter will become the next England manager. I just see it happening. It's such a head gone move for the England English FA to do. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be better Southgate. I need that. I hear it. I wouldn't even be mad. Anybody but Southgate, because I swear to God, if the Euro 2024 comes and Southgate is still watching, I'm not watching that. Yo, he does not call up Ben White. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so annoyed. He doesn't call up Ben White. Fuck Ben White. He didn't call up Tomori. That was the all biggest... All right. Yeah, Tomori. Or even Rashford. Because he doesn't watch huh? football outside England. He's a bum. He doesn't know what he's doing. He just calls up the same people. He doesn't, because these men care about more watch about... Harry Maguire and still be calling him up after everything you've seen with two eyes? No, it's crazy, man. Well, yeah, I think... Nah. I think it'll be good to end. Um, I think, as we said at the beginning, you know, we've been having a long hiatus because of, you know, life and everything. I think it'd be good for us to talk for like maybe two, three minutes, how life is going just quickly. So we'll start with you, Denzel. Just chat to us about how everything's going, man. Yeah, I recently, um, so I left my master's three quarters of the way through, but I completed enough modules to basically still finish it. So in the end, I finished my postgraduate degree in bioinformatics with a PG cert. So we're going to the ceremony in November. So that's done. And then at the minute, I work as a software engineer in Canary Wharf for a company whose name I will not say on pod because it's very techie. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not trying to hear people trying to be emailing my workplace or whatever, but yeah. Um, big company, Canary Wolf. Good money, lots of fun. But the only thing is, if anybody else listens to Software Engineer, you know what it's like to work for a consultancy sometimes. Like, you'll do all the training and then they won't send you anywhere. They'll just be paying you loads of money to just sit down doing nothing. And it's frustrating because that cool. The money's nice, but mm. I'll be real. For the last 14 months, I've actually done nothing, boys. What, well, so you can sit at home? I chill at home and I go to the office like, once a week, once a week, yeah, to see my man. I, I want your life, you know. I can't even lie, bro. You think it's fun, but okay, cool. The money's nice, don't get me wrong. But after a while, you just get bored, like you're just chilling, <laughs> nothing. Like, <laughs> I've done all this training. Imagine being a footballer, yeah. You come through from the ranks, you've gone from like under 10s all the way up, under 18s, development team, whatever. And then you get caught up to the first team, and you're aghast. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm finally at the first team. It's my moment. And for the whole season, you just ride the bench. Delhi Ali's enjoying it though. That's a good problem to have. Yeah, Delhi Ali's no, enjoying you it. You want to play? You want to be on the pitch, bro? No, Delhi Ali doesn't want to be on the pitch. He's with his wife. Okay, but Delhi Ali's finished. <laughs> I would eat kebab on the bench, bro. I would eat kebab on the bench. Words. 
It's a bread bit that, of garlic no, sauce like, and that. What? No, it's so funny because like we're on the 15th floor. Like you can see the whole city. Like when we don't want to do work, we go play table tennis or pool. Um, right. See, you're living. Yeah, but are you man hiring? Mad. <laughs> yeah, what? Mad. But no, no, I, I, I enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. But um, yeah, I might leave this year. I'll be real. I might leave. Yeah. Mad. If uh, I find a job that's paying me more money, 100% I'll dip, bro. 100%, bro. 100%. Yeah. But um, yeah, like, life's good, man. I can't complain too much. I can't complain. Like, everything's good. Amen, man. Amen. 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 We thank God. Yeah, I'm going to go to myself for a little bit before Kevin talks about himself. Yeah, life's been good for me. Like, um, myself and Kevin, for example, used to work at the same um, COVID, COVID company. He helped me to get that job. So I'm always, I'm always thankful to him that he helped me to get that job. Um, yeah, it was good working there last year. Then things got a bit techie in it, but that always happens in every job. So yeah, I was probably unemployed for about a good five or six months. So I was just, you know, chilling on Twitter, just enjoying life. <laughs> uh, you know, money fluctuating up and down, whether I was editing or not. So yeah, I spent a lot, a lot of time video editing. But then around um, beginning of February, I got accepted into a job and it's actually my dream job. It's, uh, again, like Denzel, I'm not saying the name. But it's one of the biggest cancer institutes. It's a very big job. It's a very, very big job. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the very the, one of the biggest cancer institutes in the world. So I'm thankful to God that I've got that job. And you know, that's just his grace. My name means God's grace in it. So that's just how God be yeah. working in my life to get something like that. So I'm so happy. Um so yeah, I've been working there since the beginning of March and it's been a good experience, you know. I'm working in terms of um neuroblastoma, which is like a brain cancer. Mm. And the department that I work in, they do a lot of work in terms of childhood cancer because myself, I had a childhood cancer. So that's why my motivation was to work in that sort of area and to be working in terms of this neuroblastoma thing has been quite good. Um, I've done a lot of like technique, which the guys will know about, such as like Western blotting, QPCRs. Um, I've been doing drug preparation. I've been processing tumours. So they forced me to get a hepatitis B injection so that I don't, you know, get sick from these tumours, in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, been working with a lot do you of... Handle a lot, do you handle a lot of live cancer samples, then? Um, no, no, no. I don't handle live cancer samples. Basically, well, the cancer samples are basically... What happens is that there's a team of animal technicians that they inject mice with the certain cells or tumours, mm-hmm. and they grow the tumours in these mice and then my job is to process the tumors in whatever way possible whether it's to you know preserve them or process them in whatever way sometimes i have to go to the lab to like split up cells and keep them alive and keep them growing so yes sometimes i handle cancer cells but Mm -hmm. a lot of the time i handle a lot of tumor stuff there's a lot of analysis that goes on there as well so yeah it's it's been really good and yeah I think one aim that all of us have had really is that we want to help people of colour, especially to get into jobs in, in science in general, because there's not enough people of colour. And I've seen that myself as well. It's, it's so bad. Like, just even in my office, there's only three black guys and one of them left today. So now there's only two black guys. There's no black guys in my... There's no black people in my office. It's peak. Yeah. It's 2023, man. Like, 
There's actually no excuse because you can't you can't say oh there's not enough black people playing like bro there are there are yeah even like in the like the canteen area I'll look around and I'll barely see anybody that is like black yeah. I won't say barely like I just don't see anybody that's like mm-hmm. of my color like, I'm not trying to offend or anything but it's like you know yeah just the reality so we need to get more people more young people especially of our kinds to get into these jobs because they're capable and also they need tips on how to get experience. So that's for us to try and do something. Yeah. yeah, Kevin, on to you. Yeah, so obviously I won't lie. Part of the delay in the episode has been me because I did have exams recently. So my journey is a bit similar to the man then, but it's also more of the, 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 we're in the building phase of our life, but I'm still kind of in the building of the foundation, I would say. Yeah. And it's, it's not easy sometimes because obviously you've been, you've done a degree you finish now, so it kind of feels like you've gone past the finish line. Now you're coming back. It's not easy, you know. But um, obviously, I'm not saying the uni, but I probably for a while I say you probably end up knowing what uni I go to. But so I, I do an enhanced course, so it's faster. So I have two years of preclinical and two years of clinical. And basically, before um, I have like a phase one and a phase two, and then in the phase two, it's just pure clinical, basically. Oh, that's essentially. What medicine is literally all about is just study, bro. You know when they say you have no life? I'm not going to lie there. They're not, they're not lying, bro. You don't have no life. I see my, oh, my girls in the library constantly. It's long. Pure long. studying. Pure studying. No nyash. Oh. I was also too vulgar. Nothing, bro. Just just studying nonstop, you know what I mean? But obviously it is worth it in the end. Yeah. Um, it's something where obviously we know how the NHS is, but obviously... I'm so sorry. I'm not going to be here and be one of those self-righteous. Oh, you know, if you're, if you're obviously don't do any career just for money. But what I'm going to say is that I'm not one of those self-righteous people who can be like, oh, like, obviously I'm doing it just for the beauty of you know, saving lives. <laughs> obviously I'm here, I'm here to do that. Yeah. But obviously yeah. I wouldn't be going to this if there wasn't a good future into it. Mm-hmm. And I must say that the thing I've noticed in medical school is a lot of microaggressions. Oh, there's a lot of microaggressions. Yeah. In the medical field because I believe the percentage was less than five percent of doctors in the UK are black. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know what I mean? And even to make that even worse, that then later then on translates to uh underrepresentation of ethnics in consultation positions. So the the lead doctors in the hospital, there's a massive underrepresentation of it. I realized and, that as well whenever I go in hospital. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And it's like, yeah, a lot of small things like that. I do um, appreciate my uni. They did have a little talk about it in the sense that sometimes when we learn like anatomy or we'll have different like clinical presentations of diseases, they never show a black anatomical figure. Mm. You so to, in order for you to Google what does a rash or something look like on a patient, you have to go out of your way to type in what does a rash look like on a black patient. Do you know what I'm saying? So small things like that have been a bit like, oof, I don't really, I don't really like that. And or they may say stuff like if they talk about like HIV or disease, they'll say, oh, prevalent in Africa or something, or they just some things like that can get a bit irritating. Like they talk about like it's almost disease in Africa is used synonymously. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't easy to go through. But other than that, it's been a good time. Like I've met a lot of nice people at uni. Um, it is nice 
the prestige we do get like even though we are medical students it does feel good when you do tell people oh I'm a medical student not some people make that their whole personality though which is yeah you know you deserve the prestige because it takes yeah. a lot to get to medicine regardless sacrifice so I, I get you bro but i don't want to i never want to lead with that like some people like, oh, no, I hear it. my name is this i'm a medical student bro we're suffering why are you lying to them why are you lying to them like I've I've seen guys try to pull girl with medical student prestige. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I'm looking at him, I'm like, bro, you know it's not a fun life. I don't know why you're leading with this. You're not enjoying yourself. You were crying to me the other day without saying any name. <laughs> I'm saying, but obviously I'll be, I'll be done before I know it. And I'm enjoying the journey. And I think my advice to anybody listening is that when you love the outcome more than you love the journey, it feels longer than it has to be because I remember my first day at Biomed Brunel with you guys. I'm sure all of you remember your first day. And mm-hmm. if you actually deeped it, we blinked and now we're out. Like, mm-hmm. I think we're two years out now, right? Yeah, time yeah. is... 2021 is when we graduated, bro. Yeah, we're two years out of undergrad degree. And like, don't waste time and work hard. Yeah, don't waste yeah. time. Literally, just work hard, enjoy the journey, have fun. Obviously, with time, I'll get better at my time management. I'm not good at my time management. But obviously, the podcast will get back to its for uh, its glory because obviously, I don't have exams until July. But one thing I will say is, medical school is a perfect opportunity to understand time management. If you can mm-hmm. manage your time in medical school, you're a pattern for life. You can manage your time anywhere. Like I see certain people, they still got time for gym, still got time for work, still do medical school. I'm thinking, bro, the hell is going on? Need might have fifty hours in a day, bro. I don't know how they. What <laughs> I'm saying, no. like. Tell you, like the day before my exam, I woke up in the morning, I started studying, I almost started crying, bro. <laughs> I was thinking this can't be life, but other than that, it's been calm. Um, it's not going too much detail, a bit some strain in certain relationships as well. Mm. Like a lot of mental health things aren't spoken about in medical school as well. It's it's not easy to live up with some of your people, then and you need like a good close knit amount of friends. So obviously, I say to Kyson, I can't make it this week, and they're more than supportive. Obviously, not all people are like that. Yeah. So, it's been tough. It's been tough. But look, God don't put you in stuff that you can't handle, in it. So exactly. That's more or less it. Just commit your way to the Lord and trust in him. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Thanks. Yeah, Kevin, do you want to close then? I think it's a good... Sure thing. It's been a while. All right. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to this addition to the BTB podcast. It's been a pleasure to be back. We do hope to really take things on and try to be more consistent. Um... I hope you enjoyed the takes we, t- we had and please ensure to follow us on at the BTB pod on Twitter. Um, we do, do wait. Are we also going to speak about the YouTube page coming soon or do we leave that for now? Uh, we'll leave that for now, but yeah. obviously myself, Karis, I'll be editing some videos for YouTube very soon. So once we become more regular, then we'll have YouTube videos out for you and we'll add the links to our Twitter page. Oh, okay, no worries. But yeah, so once again, thank you so much for listening and we hope you enjoyed this edition and we, sh- we hope to give you more banging content soon. Thank you. Bye.